0: another episode of the list of the podcast. I'm Michael K, And I'm Allison. We already talked about the devastating end to Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez's love after four years together. We're still recovering.
1: Mm-hmm. 2021's greatest tragedy.
0: It, it truly is. Objectively. Um, <laughs> yeah. But JLo moves fast mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you got to life is too short to not move quickly to find your next partner in branding.
1: Life is too short to spend any time without an engagement ring on your finger.
0: Yeah, so she, she's she's on to the next one. <laughs> and because the early aughts are making a comeback thanks to Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z, Gen Z, <laughs> <laughs> maybe J, Jay-Z too, I don't know. But which I thought it was it's kind of too soon for shit from the early aughts to come back. It feels like it is,
1: but it's been 20 years. Yeah, then I tell myself it's 20 years.
0: I know. (laughs) So, okay, so because the early aughts are making a comeback, some have been manifesting the reunion of either J-Lo and Diddy, because that was a mess, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or J-Lo and Ben Affleck, because that was a mess. And their prayers might have been answered, and we might be getting a sequel to the original Benefer because Ben and JLo hung out last week. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, let me go over the brief history of Benefer. Mm-hmm. So J Lo and Ben first met on the set of the flop classic G. Lee, which I've been saying it wrong all these years. How have you been pronouncing it? Jiggly. I oh my God, you've been
1: saying <laughs> May I call you Jiggly.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been saying it Geely, which I don't think anybody has been saying much about it, you know, at all. But oh. that was in 2002. So they met while making that piece of shit. And j was married to Chris Judd at the time. Mm-hmm. So a little... Uh, th- when she divorced Chris Judd, she went public uh, with Ben Affleck. And Bennifer was one of the it couples of the early odds because they were a brand yeah they were literally the original benefer, yeah, they are the original benefer They're the benefer so, of Benifer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're the benefer pioneers, so like like I said, they were in Geely, then they did that other horrible movie Jersey, Jersey girl, girl. <laughs> like Ben was a video hoe in J Lo's video for Jenny on the Block, hmm. and he kissed her ass literally and then pulled off her thong. It was an iconic moment. Uh, mm-hmm. They got engaged in November 2002. So just a few months after they went public. Mm-hmm. And he gave her that 6.2 carat pink diamond engagement ring that was worth like $2 million at the time. I, I mean, it was a perfectly tacky stunt queen ring for this stunt queen relationship.
1: Oh, God. I remember that ring, Michael. Very quickly, I'll tell this story. But, like, I remember being in high school... Um, and (laughs) I remember, like, I don't know if you ever did this, but when you were, like, a teenager, did you ever picture, like, if you could, like, buy any jewelry? Like, because when you're, like, when you're, like, a teenager, you don't have, like, money to buy jewelry. Anyways. Real jewelry. Real jewelry, exactly. You buy Claire's shit. Yeah, exactly. But you think, like, oh, one day I'm gonna, like, be able to have, like, diamond earrings or something, right? Anyways, um... Or maybe it was just like a broke kid thing like I was like maybe one day I can buy jewelry Um, but I remember seeing JLo's engagement ring and being like a pink diamond that is the classiest thing I've ever seen in my life and I just would like dream like maybe one day I'll have a pink engagement ring and now looking back
0: you could have went down to the local Claire's and bought a uh, bootleg of it and it would have looked the same because that's what it looked like
1: it's true I should have treated myself back then (laughs) with my part time job money so dumb
0: of me not to it, you should have invested it in a, a plastic pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they also did that Dateline interview, which I watched clips of it today. Mm-hmm. And it's so bizarre because it's basically only about them and their wedding.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like
0: okay. an interview to talk about Benifer.
1: It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Remember what we cared about in like 2003? What, like that? Like yeah, Bennifer? like Dateline literally was like,
0: let's dedicate an hour to this. To, and they'd like talked about like, children and their children's names and how she was going to change her name to Jennifer Affleck, oh, wait, which wait. she dodged a bullet there. So um, they were public, public. So, But we never got the big tacky Jennifer wedding. It was supposed to happen in September 2003, but just days before they canceled it. And the reason at the time they said was the media attention on it was just too much, which uh, y- you're complaining about media attention.
1: Yeah, you would think that that would be a selling point for them. Yes. The media attention is so great. Are you not so excited for our wedding? Everybody cares.
0: But in January 2004, they announced their split. So they were only together for two years.
1: It honestly yeah. feels like 10.
0: Yeah. And it was, they were the gold standard, you know, in attention horror couples. Mm-hmm. And at the time I thought it was, I thought they were an odd pairing because like J-Lo a superstar. Loves attention, loves stunts, loves playing that game. And I didn't think that of Ben, but I was wrong. Because he loves that game, too.
1: They really were a match made in heaven.
0: Yeah, be- before their time. Which, mm-hmm. in 2016, J-Lo did an interview with People magazine. And she said that their relationship was too public. And it put a lot of pressure on them. And that's what did them in. But she said she has real love for Ben. And... And it was a different time. And if it was a different time, who knows what could have happened between them? Foreshadowing.
1: Mm-hmm. Psychic.
0: <laughs> that leads us to last week. So, Ben was caught, I'm using air quotes, by the paparazzi. Um, and he was caught uh, by the paparazzi outside of JLo's house. And he was getting out of her white escalade. And this was in LA. And page six says that JLo security picked up Ben at a different location and brought him to JLo's house. And he was there for a few hours and he was papped going in. And he apparently made several visits to her house that day. They probably, the PR teams were probably like, you got to do this several times. We got to make sure the, the paps are getting all their pictures. They're
1: like, the lighting wasn't really good. You came at 10. Yeah. There, it was overcast. We need to try it at noon when there's direct <laughs> sunlight. We're going to yeah. do it again at 2.
0: When it's more of a, a midday shadow on your face. Yeah, we're just going to drive around the block, do it again. So, and J-Lo, and Ben Affleck also appeared at the Vax Live concert over the weekend. They weren't photographed together, but she performed and he did a skit with Jimmy Kimmel. But J-Lo did sing Sweet Caroline. And Sweet Caroline is one of the anthems of the Boston Red Sox. And Ben is from Boston... So his dick gets hard for the Red Sox. So some think that J Lo sang the song for Ben.
1: Yeah, because why else would she sing Neil Diamond?
0: Um she sang it for us, so that we could think she sang it for Ben.
1: Oh right. Okay, really so it was, it was to our us. it was to our benefit. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. I'm
0: so so I'm so dumb. <laughs> Do you think we're gonna get a sequel to Benefer, or is oh. it because everyone says like page six and people, their sources say they're just friends, and they've always been friends and they always had love for each other and they're just friends. So do you buy that they're just friends?
1: Um I'll tell you what I think, and then I'll tell you what my heart wants to believe. I think that they are just friends, and I think that they're like both of them kind of like a little bit of publicity. So a little. A little just a teeny tiny bit i'm just doing like a little tiny finger motion where it's like yeah. a millimeter apart from my thumb and forefinger um i think that they like like attention and they're like why not like let's have some fun like people are people are bored let's give them just like bonnie rate said something to talk about in her hit song um but also what my heart wants to believe is I want to believe that they actually do really love each other and that it wasn't the right time for them back then and it is the right time for them now and they've grown as people and they'll be a much stronger relationship now as adults.
0: Yeah, and they'll be grandparents, great grow old together watching their grandchildren play on the lawn. Grampy Ben um, and yeah. Yeah. Um I'm do you? okay. Well, this is I think that they're going to get back together. Okay. Because So the story is that J-Lo and A-Rod broke up because he's a cheating whore Mm -hmm. and was flirting with a Bravo reality star. And J-Lo's not going to go out like that. She's Mm -hmm. not going to go out like that. And she's not going to let A-Rod be the first, you know, be the one to move first, Mm -hmm. to move on first. And getting with Ben Affleck is perfect because it gets lots of attention. Mm -hmm. It gives people nostalgia and people love nostalgia. It's true. I feel good about it. Yeah. So I do think they'll get back together. They'll stay together for a bit, you know, milk it and yeah. then move on.
1: Plus, this is this
0: works out for really
1: well for other people too, because it works really well for Jennifer Garner, who has three kids with Ben Affleck. And I feel like I don't know her life, but I feel like if I was her, I would be constantly worried about like what kind of girls he's hooking up with. And, um, JLo is like an excellent choice because you know that she's like
0: reliable, professional, she loves publicity. Um, and yeah, she'd probably even do you know a little pap stroll shot with Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, Garner.
1: exactly. Everybody
0: benefits from this. I think it's an excellent choice for everyone. Everybody benefits from Benifer, and Ben could use this uh PR distraction too because recently an influencer type shared a very cringeworthy video of him on tiktok so there's this tiktok trend where you share a video of something embarrassing that happened to you in the past and you use the audio of um one of the little judici girl. well she's not little now but she was little then Judicia girls from real housewives of new jersey mm-hmm. singing this song she sang like at the family reunion about her messy family yeah you know that like <laughs>
1: I think it was Melania.
0: Waking up. up. It was G, I think. Okay. (laughs) Waking Waking up in in the morning. morning. So you play that song and then you show a clip of an embarrassing time. So an influencer and actress named um, Navine J, she did that trend and talked about the time she matched with Ben Affleck on Raya. So Raya is an exclusive dating app where you have to be invited by another user. You know, there's all these rules and stuff and there's Mm -hmm. celebrities on there so Nav- Nav- uh, navine wrote thinking of the time i matched with ben affleck on raya and thought it was fake so i unmatched him and he sent me a video on instagram and then she plays the video
1: Naveen, why did you unmatch
0: me it's me
1: do you say cringeworthy
0: allison it's unsettling okay when do he. you says, say
1: unsettling
0: when he says <laughs> it's me. I'm like, I, I need to file a restraining order against Ben Affleck. And he didn't even send the video to me. I know. Look, I'd file something else. I wouldn't be filing
1: a restraining order. What? I don't know you what were that into is. You Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it was. I feel like it's because he's like, he's in natural lighting. He's just like totally normal looking. He's like filming it from, I don't know, the guest bedroom. Like it's, it's very real to me. And it's kind of sincere. Like he's like, he wasn't being like, he could have been way weirder about it also he could you know what it is it's because I come from the world of like internet dating where the second you like do anything negative to a guy you like get a message being like you stupid bitch why would you want to follow me or why would you want match with me blah, blah blah you're ugly anyway and he was like kind of nice about that's it
0: that's true. That's true. But oh, um, it was creepy. I mean, it was, it was like it was, it was very like middle-aged dad doesn't know much about technology. Oh yeah, it's like fe- it was like front-facing camera. Yeah, and it was Yeah. So, unlike you, many people called <laughs> Ben creepy for that. You thought it was charming. Some, and that was a little many sexy. Thought, many thought it was creepy, creepy, but uh Naveen told E News that calling him creepy is not fair. And she said that she wasn't making fun of him and was making fun of herself for thinking he was catfishing her. But it's like, girl, you know what you were doing with that video.
1: Yeah, you would have, yeah, you were making fun of him.
0: Yeah. And she was trying to build her follower count, like, just be honest.
1: Yeah. And to borrow a phrase from Gen Z, she was clout chasing.
0: She was yes. of, the, of the highest order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. JLo J- J- would be proud. But um, was she wrong for posting that?
1: Okay, yeah, she's absolutely wrong because um first of all it was rude because that was a front facing camera video and that's that's nobody's best look. Like Ben Affleck is a Hollywood superstar with a good face and like nobody looks good in front facing portrait mode. Um so she was wrong about that. Also, I am not saying anything new here. Imagine you have a video from Ben Affleck and your choice is to not have sex with him, it's to post the video? Like I don't even – I don't even want to imagine what having sex with Ben Affleck would be like because my brain isn't that comprehensive. But I do know that when it's over, there's like a 100% chance that you guys would go to Dunkin' Donuts and he'd let you order anything you want. That's an experience. I would rather have that experience than – Okay. Well, that's you.
0: Yes. She's an influencer. So – (laughs) Right. To me, it's like – that's in her job description. She kind of has to. share everything. She has to. Like, I, Ben should be shocked if she didn't post it. Because, you know, it's like petting a tiger and your hand is covered in chicken blood and he doesn't bite you. It's just, I'm not victim blaming Ben Affleck, but he had to have known she was going to to share this video.
1: If she didn't share it, he would like go to Raya and be like, "I need to report an account. She's lying on her account. She says she's an influencer and she didn't tweet out this video that I sent her." <laughs> but do you yeah. but do you think At- it, do you think it was wrong though? Do you think she do- did the right thing or did the wrong thing?
0: Well, I don't know if she did the right thing or the wrong thing, but she's an she's an influencer. So she did the right thing for being an influencer. Right thing at the right would, time for her. <laughs> would I have done it? No. Like like you said, I'd rather fuck Ben Affleck and have the story that I fucked Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. She would rather post the video and get her follower count up. That's what she does. Right. So for her, no. But it's also like Ben Affleck is, you know, a multimillionaire movie star. hmm and he still has to pull shit like that to try to get ass. Like,
1: I'm, I mean,
0: maybe and who he's, knows maybe if he even got?
1: Well, who knows if he even?
0: But he could pull as much as he wanted, like by not pulling shit <laughs> like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like, <laughs> and he probably didn't even get ass from that. That's just sad. There's really no hope for any of us if Ben oh, no. Affleck can't get ass on Rhea...
1: Okay, so we're moving on from two people who might be together to two people who are definitely not together anymore. So the other day, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates of the Microsoft company, I'm sure you've heard of them, um, announced that they were splitting up after 27 years of marriage.
0: So they lasted longer than um, Internet Explorer.
1: Oh, my God, they did.
0: Yeah, Internet, oh, it's, Internet Explorer put, lasted too long.
1: They should have put that in their divorce announcement, actually. Yeah. They're like, now that we've officially outlasted Internet Explorer, it's time for us to call it a day. We're no longer exploring this marriage. So they met at Microsoft in 1987. They got married in Hawaii in 1994, and they have three kids. Uh, they also have a huge house in Washington called Xanadu 2.0. Mm-hmm. But, Michael, I'm going to set up a joke that I'm really proud of. Clearly, they Xana don't want
0: to be married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I Can I tell you? I knew you were going to say it. I was like, she's going to say Xana don't.
1: Okay, but to be fair, I like a Xana do joke, and it's yeah. right there. Um, so, anyway, they both release statements. They both release the same statement, right? Being like, we're splitting up. One thing they say is, we continue to share a belief in the uh, in that mission, and we continue to work our work together at the foundation because they have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is like
0: huge, a huge, a huge yeah.
1: philanthropic organization that donates money. Apparently, they've the internet says they've donated like twenty eight billion dollars so far, so that's a bit of money. I think they donated something like two hundred and fifty million dollars to like um, COVID relief. So again, mm-hmm. the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donates a lot of money. So. They still believe in their foundation, they say, but we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in the next phase of our lives. So the next phase of Bill's life is like, I guess, being an older gentleman. He's 65 now. Melinda is a fresh-faced 56. Mm -hmm. So they're maybe both at a little bit of different phases in their lives. But their kids are adults now. So, you know, maybe they kind of waited for their kids to get Grown before they were like okay it's time for us to split up but they make it seem like it's very very amicable but then tmz reported today so they got their hands on melinda's divorce filing which she filed for divorce which that's not really that shady because like one, only one person can file for divorce right
0: yeah that's fine yeah that, and they probably planned it together
1: exactly so melinda filed for divorce here's where it's a little bit a little messy she stated on the documents, um, our marriage is irretrievably broken. So the word broken to me makes me think of like a vase. Like when it you makes me think
0: of some Microsoft products I've bought, honestly. so
1: It's like, it's broken. I can't even yeah. give it away for free on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm donating it to the recycling bin. <laughs> so they have no prenup. They didn't have a prenup when they got married in 1994. And um, when they got married in 1994, two years later, she left Microsoft. She was working there. She left Microsoft so that she could focus on raising their family. Charity stuff. Charity stuff, exactly. So um, there's no prenup. And Bill Gates, is his net worth, the internet is a little bit murky on this. A lot of people say he's worth $129 or $130 billion. But then other sources say that he's worth
0: like $149 billion. And I say he's worth too fucking much.
1: Yeah, exactly. What's 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 the difference what's between a $20 billion? billion dollars. Who cares? It's like once you get above $5 billion, it's all irrelevant. You can't spend yeah. it.
0: You can we've still seen, buy whatever you want. Yeah. yeah,
1: we've seen Brewster's millions, and they were only dealing with $1 million. So it's impossible to spend $150 billion. But anyways, the point here is um, Melinda's probably going to get some money. I mean,
0: if she didn't well, yeah, in Washington, Disgusting. Yeah, and Washington is like a, um, you know, equal property state. You got to split it 50-50 what you made in the marriage. And she mm-hmm. fucking deserves it. Why? She helped build that shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's true.
0: Like I'm, it's it's like a, a sort of like a Jeff Bezos and Mackenzie Scott situation.
1: Yeah, exactly. They got together before Amazon was big, and then when they finally split up, she um, didn't she didn't get fifty percent, but she got thirty eight billion,
0: which is still a lot. But Melinda, she came after Microsoft, right? Microsoft was first.
1: Microsoft was first, but this was nineteen eighty seven, so it wasn't like um, Microsoft was a thing. But I would say it was more like. Microsoft in 1987 was more of a Five Guys Burger and Fries as opposed to a McDonald's, which was already established at the time. (laughs) No, but, like, I think that, like, to me, Microsoft really took off in, like, the 90s. Like, remember in Windows 95?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, that to me is, like, the height of Microsoft. No offense, Bill Gates, but, like, that's when you were hot was Microsoft Windows 95. Um, Like, Microsoft Paint. That's your high point. (laughs) So, um... And also, too, like, she definitely deserves, like, at least 50%, because imagine living in a home that only has Microsoft
0: products. I know, that would be horrible. You'd only listen to music on the Zune. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to, like, go into one of the... secretly go into one of the 300 rooms and, like, privately use my iPhone and my, you know, MacBook and shit.
1: Yeah, she's got, like, a little, like, under-the-floor safe. (laughs) So, anyways, um, the point here is... We don't know, like, we probably won't really find out what's going on because they, so they didn't have a prenup, but they had a thing called um, a separation agreement, which I read is kind of like once they decide to separate, they call up their lawyers and they're like, okay, let's split up our stuff. And when it comes time to divorce, it'll be really easy because we've got the separation agreement that says, like, you get Xanadu 2.0, I get one of our many other homes, you know, I get the... Um, I get Microsoft 98, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I have a question for you. So if you're that rich, would you get divorced?
0: Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, because yeah, a lot of people were like, sh- I was shocked by this because I was like, they, th- th- like Bill and Hillary Clinton made it longer than them. It's true. You you don't not and but they're you don't know about their personal life or anything. But you don't right. like. I didn't think any. You don't think like anything is wrong, right? right? Like- I wasn't like. A, not, but they're. But they're, it's not like they're an us weekly or anything. But it's also I would feel like they're kind of the types, and here I am judging a book by its cover. That they're like, you know what? So you know what? Our nipples don't get hard for each other anymore, but we make a great team. We're running this big charity. You know let's just Mm -hmm. be companions and
1: that's what i thought i was like that to me feels like what it would be would just be like we're companions like whatever if you want to see someone else that's fine like i'll see someone else that's fine too we're still gonna share xanadu 2.0 but i mean but you never know though right like it's like we've all been in relationships where i'm sure that we have where you're with someone and you're like i really don't want to be with
0: this person he caught her using an iphone that's so be that 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 was it. That's and you sure. know a lot of a lot of people have been, you know, making jokes about how like, you know, seeking arrangement, you know, the number of new profiles and seeking yeah. arrangements is going to go up and everyone's going to, you know, be trying to get with Bill Gates, mm-hmm. Bill and Melinda Gates, but I don't like he's not the type to move on to a 19-year-old Instagram model.
1: Okay, well here's my next question, Michael. Who do you think
0: Bill Gates will date? Okay, like I said, it's not going to be a 19-year-old Instagram model.
1: Okay, but imagine if it is, though.
0: No, I don't <laughs> think it is. Like, he's not going probably the to be. Type, He's probably the type that, like, busts a nut to the Windows startup sound. Like, that's his thing. Ooh. So I'm going to say um, <laughs> Sophia the Robot. That's um, who's he moving, who he's moving on to.
1: I could see that. I mean, how old is Sophia, though?
0: She's ageless. That's
1: true. I think some of her parts yeah, are 19, though.
0: So technically okay, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think that um I think I'm with you where it's like Bill Gates is sixty five, he seems kinda of boring. I think that like at the most scandalous thing that will happen is that he'll date someone who's like forty nine and it'll be like a CEO of some company. But I can be sure that there's gonna be a story planted by Chris Jenner somewhere, um, saying that like Bill Gates has been calling Kim and Kim He's wants white to get together. Uh, Yeah, well, Bill can call her.
0: That's true, he can call her. She doesn't have to return the
1: calls.
0: (laughs) Okay, so there's a TikTok trend where users think they're like frap chefs and create all kinds of fraps of fuckery and order it at Starbucks. They go on the Starbucks app, you know, create their concoction, and then the, the barista has to make it. But... Among all those ingredients, um, the customer may also find a loogie in their frap because some baristas are not amused. So one Starbucks barista who goes by the name Josie on Twitter tweeted a picture of a venti, it was like a venti caramel frap, and added the caption, on today's episode of why I want to quit my job. And Josie showed a picture of the order. It was a mobile order from someone named Edward, and it had 13 ingredients, including five pumps of roasted coffee, caramel drizzle, heavy cream, dark caramel sauce, extra whip, extra ice, five bananas, and a bunch of other shit. I mean, I I basically got a cavity in my eyes from reading this order.
1: My mouth hurts.
0: So that tweet inspired other Starbucks baristas to share their ridiculous orders. Another one from Bianca had like two dozen ingredients, and she said she gets that order every other week. It was like a green tea frap, and it had—I mean—the ingredients went on and, on and on and on and on, like down the whole damn venti cup. Um, another showed an order they got from for some kind of like mango dragon lemonade with like thirty add-ons. Oh my God. Uh, the, th- the thread goes on and on and on. has um, also talk about how some customers are very particular about the temperature and demand that it be 37 degrees Celsius and nothing higher, nothing lower. Others ask for like extra, 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 extra caramel syrup, which turns out to just be like a Cup of caramel.
1: Yeah, it's like the whole bottom of it.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. And some people in the thread said that it's a Starbucks barista's job to make the order that's placed, so they shouldn't complain about it. And Starbucks itself kind of agreed. After that tweet went viral, they issued a statement saying... Customizing beverages at Starbucks and our barista's expertise in helping customers find and craft the right beverage has and always will be the heart of the Starbucks experience. There are many ways for customers to modify their favorite beverage at Starbucks, and most customizations are reasonable requests from customers. You know what? That's a that's a bitch move on Starbucks' part. because Well, of course they're happy about it because you know how much those drinks probably cost?
1: But... That's the thing, though. It's like, do they actually charge them? Because that... Okay, here's my issue with it. Because I've worked in food service, so like seeing those um, super long, you know, uh, orders very triggering to me. But it would be different if Starbucks was like, okay, you can have a venti customized drink, $10 flat fee. You can get whatever you want in it. You can get as much syrup. You can spike your blood sugar to hell, but it's $10, like we have to cut it off eventually because there's no way that they're actually
0: charging for some of that stuff. Okay, let's try. Let's order something. Let's okay. order something and see how much it cost. Okay, so Do you have like the app you on want? your phone? Yeah, I have the app. What do you want? Okay.
1: I want a vanilla bean frappuccino, venti.
0: Okay, let's I'm just going to show its um features. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to wait, what do you want? How about sweet cream cold brew? Delicious. Okay, let's Okay. Let's go with that. Can I get whipped cream on it? Okay, yeah. So let's add to this order. You want a vent. Let's get, let's get you a venti. You deserve yeah. it. Thank you. Okay, so included is three pumps of vanilla. Do you want more? You want more. So I'm going to give you... Let's f- do f- seven. Okay, let's do I like seven. Vanilla. I
1: like it.
0: Let's do seven. Then let's do the add-ons. So do you, okay. want, you want a splash of sweet cream or extra? I-
1: extra sweet cream.
0: Okay, extra. So let's add more to it. Um what what sauces do you want you want caramel? you want mocha? you want pistachio?
1: I want caramel, I want mocha, I want chocolate I want dolce cinnamon dolce oh my God
0: I want um, I'm just gonna put all of it okay, so then put them all it's gonna be a real fun party yeah, it's gonna be yeah you're gonna be up for days. um yeah, you want some Irish cream sure okay, so let's let's say all that okay. Okay, so we're done customizing.
1: Okay.
0: Let's add this to order. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I better not fucking order
1: this. Your local Starbucks is like, order for Michael this disgusting garbage drink? Michael, where are you?
0: Okay, so it came to... Oh my God, it only came to... um...
1: Do you see what I'm saying? They don't charge enough for all these extras.
0: Yeah, they don't charge enough. That's like a
1: that's a twenty dollar drink.
0: That's a twenty dollar drink. This can't be right. It's telling me it's four dollars and twenty five cents
1: for all that syrup. There's like practically a bottle of syrup. Yeah. Okay.
0: No, that's not right. They should charge for that.
1: Starbucks needs to be charging, like I said, a flat flat fee, and you can spend as much time in that Starbucks as you want. If you want to stay there and order a drink that takes like twenty minutes, great, but it's got to cost you.
0: Do Are your orders complicated? I feel like they are.
1: <gasps> what do you mean you feel like they are?
0: <laughs> what are you
1: talking about? <laughs>
0: I, I give off that Not vibe. Not like there. this. Not like 30 ingredients. No. But okay. Maybe five, eight?
1: Okay, listen, I'll say this. Okay. When I'm at Starbucks, it's super plain because I feel really bad for them, right? Like the second I do something even a little bit off, like a, I always order like a vanilla latte. And then I'll say like whole milk. And then I'll be like, or whatever milk you want to put in it. It doesn't matter. It's just I don't care what the drink turns out as. And then my drink is usually wrong. I don't care. I just take it. I never customize that. But
0: okay, I got you wrong.
1: I no, but I, I apologize. Cu- I customize up and down when I go to McDonald's. Okay, <laughs> so it's like I customize. like how how, the, how do you
0: how do you custo- Oh, you customize like the burger and stuff.
1: Yeah, you want me to tell you okay. what my uh, this is my order every time. Okay, two cheeseburgers, both the same. Extra pickles, extra mustard, extra cheese, no onions. Ice cream sundae, extra fudge on the bottom, and regular caramel on the top. That's my absolute order. I never get it right. The burger's always full of onions and no pickles. And I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. And I accept yeah. it. Yeah.
0: You Do take you, it. You take you, it and you eat it.
1: I take it and I eat it. I still love it. Yeah. Do you... Um, are you a Starbucks
0: customizer? God, no. I'm as basic... It's basically like a venti black coffee. Maybe a venti americano. That's it. It's, it's like me. Easy, bitter... It gives you the shits. Allison and I are now going to quickly talk about five stories, starting with The Spice Girls. Spice World, the movie, came out in 1997. It made $30 million worldwide. It won several Oscars. Do not fact check me on that. It actually won. It got nominated for seven Razzies. <laughs> Horrible. Okay.
1: Razzie's, Oscar's, same thing, really.
0: Same thing. You're right. Um, so The Sun, which take this with the entire Salt Factory, claims that four of the Spice Girls, Baby, Scary, Spocky, and Ginger, have all approached an acclaimed screenwriter to write the sequel to Spice World. The sequel will celebrate their 25th anniversary as a group. Now, Posh Spice, a.k.a. Victoria Beckham... Wasn't part of the last Spice Girls reunion tour and made it clear that she was done with the Spice Girls, but they're hoping that this Spice World sequel will bring Posh back to the group. Hold on to your knickers, girls. We need to check. <laughs> I hope that whoever is writing this is
1: able to come up with a creative reason for why Posh only appears in flashbacks from the first movie because as you said Posh did not want to go on tour she and the only thing that I can imagine Posh likes less than the idea of singing is the idea of trying to
0: act again singing when did she sing
1: thank you for her a mic i think she <laughs> i think there's like one word she does it's like
0: ooh too late yeah too- <laughs> Jessica Simpson was on the Drew Barrymore show last week and said that back in the day when Hollywood saw her as a dumb blonde bimbo, publicists told their clients not to date her. They apparently said to stay away from her because if they got with her, they'd never be a respected actor or a respected musician. I mean, her publicist should have told her not to get with John Mayer.
1: I know, that's like way worse. Also, this news is so wild to me, Michael, because imagine telling... So this was all like in around like the 2006 2010 sort of timeline right about that it was the 2000s
0: okay yeah yeah the
1: the point here is the only person from that time that like if i was a publicist the only person from that time that i would tell a client not to date would be one of the fanta girls because it won't end well you can't tie them down they just want to drink fanta and party but like everyone else from that time was fine Paris Hilton? Well, (laughs) I have a 1% margin of error in my calculations.
0: Sean Diddy Combs has gone through many names throughout his life. He's been Diddy, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Puffy, and now he's changed his name again. So his official name was Sean John Combs, but he's changed it to Sean Love Combs combs sean love combs and i made this joke on the site but he really loves combs
1: it's true yeah this is my xana do xana don't joke okay for sean love combs so sean love combs but where does he stand on
0: hairbrushes he doesn't love (laughs) them. no sean okay with hairbrushes. but really with all these name changes shouldn't he change his name to honey and you know really reach for the stars change his name to honey honey combs
1: yum think of the branding opportunities
0: okay so mario lopez and his wife courtney mazza were on lisa vanderpump's show on e and he said that one day they decided to fuck in the guest room and their 10 year old daughter walked in on them mario tried to use the covers to cover up you know their naked parts so their daughter wouldn't see anything they thought she was at school or in her room and Mario went to go look for her but she was hiding somewhere in the house and he finally found her an hour later how big is this house? and asked her how she was she wasn't able to answer because her ears fell off from listening to him moan and her (laughs) eyeballs exploded from watching him fuck so um no she's fine
1: oh if only for like TV she could have pulled a Zach Morris timeout, froze time and then run to the nearest computer to Google where she could get her
0: memory wiped yeah Sadly. Yeah. And see, now she has a good case for emancipation. And not because she caught her parents doing it, but because they told the entire world about it. Mm-hmm. And she and even like page six cover this story, right? Mm-hmm. So they chose the picture of like Mario and Courtney. Mm-hmm. And then they in the corner, they put a little picture of the girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, This girl has to go to school. I know. As if Mario Lopez being your dad isn't bad enough. (laughs) No, she's got this on her shoulders. Okay, so a warning. Do not make any Pinocchio jokes about this story, okay? Pinocchio's a boy. Okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the Daily Mail says that researchers uh, uh, from the Kyoto Prefectural University of Medicine in Japan did a study on the relation of nose size to dick size. They examined the dead bodies of 126 middle-aged men and measured their nose length and the length of their dicks while erect. And the way that they did that is very scientific.
1: Yeah, because the bodies pull- are dead.
0: Yeah, they pulled the man's dick up as far as it would go and measured. Science. <laughs> So, they discovered that men with 2.2 inch long noses have a 4, 5.3 inch long dick, and men with 1.8 inch long noses have a 4.1 inch long dick. So, they concluded that the bigger the nose, the bigger the dick. See, that? that's why I'm into Adrian Brody. <laughs> that
1: explains it. So, Michael, you told me not to make a Pinocchio joke because <laughs> Pinocchio is a boy. Well, Toucan Sam is a man. Yes. And Toucan That's Sam's <laughs> DMs just exploded with messages that were like, I'll follow my nose straight to that dick. Same
0: with Cyrano. We're going to do show and tell this week. This is where Allison and I share and tell about a recommendation we've got. I'll start and I'll start with a book. Yes, I can read barely. Actually, I listen to it because my eyes are fucked up. So I listen to all my books. So the book I'm recommending is older. It's called Made for Love. Mm-hmm. It's by Alyssa Nutting, a writer who, bo- who is both hilarious and has an amazing last name. Mm-hmm. So Made for Love was turned into an HBO Max show, which has already aired. It starred Christina Miladi, Ray Romano, uh, Billy Magnuson. I'll be honest, I did not like the TV show. Okay. And that's probably because I read the book. First, Okay. And the book to me is a lot funnier, a lot crazier. So the basic plot of Made for Love is that a woman named Hazel is married to like this uh, controlling tech mogul named Byron Gogol. Gogol, Google, get it. He's like (laughs) a Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, you know, that type. Right. So she lives in the compound and like her every move every bowel movement, every orgasm is tracked. Everything is tracked. And he tells her, her husband tells her, he wants to put like a microchip in her brain and his brain so their thoughts can like connect, so he can like read her mind, right? Mm -hmm. And that's it for her. She's like, I can't do this shit. I got to get out of there. So she escapes the compound and she goes to her dad's house and he like lives in a trailer park uh, for seniors and his girlfriend is a sex doll. So that's all in the TV show. Like she, she's, and then the the her husband is trying to f- get her to come back, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what the plot is, and that's what the show is about. But the show does not have like a really big other big plot. They completely erased this plot. So there's also this other story with this con man, and he like he's like a gigolo hustler, and he seduces women and takes their money, right, mm-hmm. and. He finds out that he suddenly, like, stops becoming attracted to women. Mm-hmm. And he finds that he's sexually attracted to dolphins. Like, he wants to fuck dolphins. Okay. So he, like, that's a whole nother story. And the stories connect. It's weird that HBO would take that part out. Um, but, yeah. So they took all out. They were probably like, uh. Yeah. So the show doesn't cover that. But the book does. And so the book is a lot weirder. A lot more of an LSD trip, like it's absurd, but I enjoyed it. Not everyone loved it, but if you like fuckery, you will. Okay, that sounds. So you're
1: specifically recommending the book, but would you also recommend the show as well?
0: I'd recommend the book first. So read the book first, and then maybe watch the show.
1: Okay, so my um, my show and tell for this week is a good accompaniment to if you're going to read uh, a book or if you're going to listen to an audiobook. So my show and tell this week is um, potato chips that are salt and vinegar flavored, but also spicy. So this is kind of like a, this may be one of my dumbest show and tells, but I need to stress that it's like, it's something I'm kind of obsessed with, but it also feels like a bunch of people are also obsessed with this right now. So in Canada, um, we've got this one chip company called Miss Vicky's and it's a, it's a kettle chip company, very crunchy. So they released this flavor called spicy dill pickle and every single Canadian person on like my Twitter and my Instagram, like all my social media stuff is just flipping out for this and it's become like, this is like Canada's version of Beanie Babies. Like people are like, where did you find the spicy dill pickle chips? Oh, well,
0: they sold oh, out at my Costco.
1: Yeah, and it's like... The are they o- on eBay? I don't know if they're on eBay. Canada's too nice for that. Canada would never like price gouge and sell on the internet. They'd
0: be like, oh, "I would if you want them? I'll eBay. just give you a bag. Well, <laughs> but- if not, I'm going to go to Canada and buy them all and put them on I'm an American. I'm an yeah. American. That's in my blood.
1: Make, make your money from it. Yeah. But like, so the only thing that I know is that it's like... I know of like two Costco locations that sell like the giant bag of them, which I'm not about that. I'm not like a big chip bag person. That's too many chips for me. But so my equivalent though is I also am not a huge uh, kettle chip person. They're just too crunchy for my mouth. So another Canadian chip brand called Old Dutch makes a flavor called spicy salt and vinegar. And it's like ruffles. You know how ruffles are like ridgy? Yes. Okay, so they make like a ridged potato chip, it's spicy salt and vinegar, and it's exactly that. It's like a hot salt and vinegar chip. I'm probably going to get a stomach ulcer from it because that much um,
0: spice and salt and vinegar can't be good for my stomach. Might be worth it. Drink, drink, you know, drink some vodka afterwards and it'll kill the ulcer.
1: Or like milk, I guess. Drink milk. Because milk
0: milk coats your stomach, I guess. So does vodka, I think. Both of them but, probably do. They, yeah. I think they have milk, the same properties. Yeah. White Russian, white Russian. <laughs> exactly.
1: So if you're an American listener, I mean, listen, if you're a British listener, I'm sure they probably have some kind of spicy salt and vinegar crisp across the pond because I know salt and vinegar is a big flavor there. But if you're American, um, I found some alternatives. So you could go online and buy Miss Vicky's Spicy Dill Pickle or Old Dutch Spicy Salt and Vinegar. Um I'm sure that there's probably a place you can buy them. I think you can buy them from, like, Walmart.com, actually. Um, But American Alternatives, there is a chip company that's located kind of in the Chicagoland area, Illinois, called Vintners. They make one called Salt and Sour. Uh, And then there's another chip brand called Lily Q's. And I think that they're a kettle chip company. And they have one called Hot Pepper Vinegar. And also, I mean, the biggest one is Lay's in the States makes a bag of Flamin' Hot Dill Pickle chips. They come in a bright pink bag.
0: Um, And I've actually had those as well. They're very good, too. Could you also just take, like, a dill pickle chip and then put uh, hot sauce on it? You probably could, but it might get soggy. Would you just put a drop? Just a little bit. Just a touch. Or put some um, cayenne or chili powder. Oh, yeah. That would be really good. You could, like, shake some, like, cayenne in the bag and, like, shake it around. Yeah, if you're desperate.
1: Yes. And if you are desperate for like a spicy salt and vinegar flavor, um, if you get hot mustard, you can dip plain chips in hot mustard and it kind of gives you the same sort of flavor.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of options to get to take your mouth to that place.
1: Exactly. But specifically, if I had to pick one that's accessible to most people in North America, it would be
0: the Miss Vicky's Spicy Dill Pickle Chip. You want Miss, Vic- Vicky Lauren- Miss Vicky Lawrence's chips.
1: I wish that she was on the branding. <laughs> The branding is actually a bag that has like a, a cute little farmer's dress on it. But I wish that it was uh, Vicki Lawrence. It just has a dress? It's no like the buddy it's in like, the dress? No, it's like the collar of the dress. Oh, okay.
0: No head. Okay. Yeah, they, they should get Vicki Lawrence on that. hmm Yeah. Okay, so that's the end of our mail uh, show and tell. Sorry. That's, <laughs> and that's the end of this week's show. If you've got a question for our mailbag, that's why I had that in my head. Or have a note for us, email us at DTP at So I'm off to get some Miss Vicky's. Well, I'm actually, I'm off to get some Miss Vicky's and then sell them on eBay. I'll give you a discount, Allison. Drop that discount code, yes. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week. Bye.